Welcome to Honest Tea with Shaq HP. My name is Benjamin Ferguson. I'm the health educator here at Shaq on UNM's Bing campus, and I'm joined by Tiffany Martinez. Welcome, Tiffany. Hello, everyone. Nice to be back. And we're here bringing in Kara Stiles. She's our nurse practitioner here at Shaq. And uh, we're really excited to talk to her about what are we talking to you about today? Okay. It's bringing sexy back. Woo! <laughs> I mean, kind of, right? It's a very. I think sex has been going on because we've been saying chlamydia true. cases throughout COVID. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully we can have some conversation about how to bring a little more sexy without a lot of chlamydia. <laughs> more sexy, less chlamydia. I like that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's got to be the title of the. Uh... <laughs> more sexy, less chlamydia. <laughs> the title of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I know we really wanted to bring Kara back because a lot has happened in the last, what, three, four months. Our sexual health needs and rights are being threatened. And you're doing a lot here at Shack specifically, but um, to help our students maintain that as well as throughout the state. But um, we kind of wanted just to give our students an introduction into who you are. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> and I ask myself that often. I'm just kidding. It changes daily. So uh, currently I'm a nurse practitioner here at Shack, and that uh, as a nurse practitioner, we have a master's in nursing. And so we're like people's primary care. I specialize in sexual health, reproductive health, um, and then a lot of trauma care. My road to being a nurse practitioner was a little meandering, but I got to do a lot of cool things. I was in the business world, you know, bartending and running resorts for a while. And then oh, I that sounds so good right now. Right. Resorts, resorts. <laughs> as long as you're not working at them, they're a lot of fun. That's true. <laughs> and then I did serve nine years on active duty in the military. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I didn't know how to break up with my high school sweetheart. So I ran off and joined the army because that's always a good decision. <laughs> And that's how you bring it That's the last ditch effort I've never heard of. Yeah, that. Hey, it works. we ended up getting back together after oh, I got out of the army, which makes it even more fun. But yeah, I, I was enlisted in the army for a while as military police. So I learned a lot about that law enforcement world. And then later on, I was post 9 11 and as an Air Force officer. And, um, got to see a lot of the world including you know middle east and europe and stuff like that so so you fought for our freedoms not once but twice i <laughs> i did i when you take that oath to defend the constitution it um takes on a different meaning oh, well that's a perfect segue into <laughs> defending our constitution um can you just tell us a little bit from a provider's perspective, from a veteran's perspective, from someone who fought for our freedom and to defend the Constitution, um, what do the changes to um, Roe versus Wade actually mean? So uh, Roe v. Wade, as I'm sure most of you know, um, does not was overturned and it our right to have um, abortion services was turned back to the states. And immediately, I think it's like 11 states already have banned abortion completely in this country. 
So from very beginning at conception all the way through. Right. And this isn't a, this isn't meant to be a discussion about what you believe, because what you believe is your right to believe that. But to inflict your beliefs on someone's health care is a different matter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, abortion services include people that have, are pregnant and are desiring pregnancy, and it affects their ability to have um, if they have a miscarriage, people that have IVF and have a pregnancy that isn't going well and the pregnancy isn't going to continue on its own, it prevents them from getting access to care. Oh, wow. And then you have folks that, you know, aren't desiring to be parents at this time for whatever reason. And obviously it prevents them from being able to access care as well. So I think what we're seeing playing out here is incredibly dangerous that people are being denied access to the health care that they they desire yeah that's that's i don't know it feels like we're going back instead of moving forward i guess you can say in in our times and all that you know our four founders fathers daughters sisters whatever our veterans have fought for to get us to where we are today. I think, uh, you know, the international communities, uh, abortion care is an international right. Your desire to be a parent or not, your self-determination on your body is an international human right. Mm -hmm. And for that to be taken away in this country has been really heartbreaking for me personally. Well, you've, you're invested, um, not only you're at Shack, but can you tell us kind of like the other work that you've been doing too? I know you've been in the laws, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of really awesome veteran uh, service organizations out there that support um, all types of veterans in receiving care through the VA. Uh, some of you may not know that veterans don't automatically get care at the VA and that a lot of folks don't qualify or the VA doesn't provide care that people need sometimes if they are part of the LGBTQ community or even if they have a uterus. The VA is is really struggling to provide services to people. Oh. So... Yeah, I've been working with some of these veteran service organizations on how to provide um, care to these communities. And yeah, some of my words have been read out on congressional floor during hearings. And that's been super exciting to be a part of that process, but also super frustrating because Mm -hmm. the congressional process can make you crazy. (laughs) or more crazy than I already am (laughs) yeah for lack of better words sorry Ben I didn't mean to cut you off oh no no I I was just kind of curious Kara like you know we live in a very unique state and we're getting a lot of the news that's uh national or maybe to adjacent states Texas Arizona Oklahoma uh and whatnot what what is what is New Mexico's response to this? And, and I don't I ask you to speak on behalf of the state of New Mexico or its uh, medical professionals. Well, how do you see and how are you interpreting how New Mexico is responding to Roe Ro versus Wade? And, and what do you 
hope uh, moving forward for our state and our community. So New Mexico has a very proud tradition of advocating for people's human rights. And I think it was, was it a year or two ago that our original abortion law from way back when was taken off the books and Roe v. Wade um, and abortion uh, was going to be legal here in New Mexico if Roe v. Wade was overturned. So there's been a, a huge groundwork. A great percentage of New Mexico citizens believe that um, the right to abortion is a human right and that people can access that no matter what an individual's beliefs are. So that laid the groundwork. Um, the current governor and administration is very supportive of abortion rights. So people can access their health care here, you know, if they desire to. Now with Ben, what you're talking about with the other states, because Arizona and Texas have pretty much cut off any kind of abortion services at this point, people are flooding New Mexico healthcare to obtain services. I've heard a lot of stories about patients that is is really heartbreaking people trying to get here to New Mexico to receive to receive health care um, for life-saving measures for um yeah it's it's been really heartbreaking so here in New Mexico you can have the full range of supportive health care but saying that if you're not desiring pregnancy at this point and if most of y'all are in college it's probably, not the most ideal time to have a child. If you want to, that's awesome. And that's your choice. And we can support you in that too. But if you're not, we offer the full range of birth control here. Yeah, at Shack specifically, right? <laughs> at Shack, yes, 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 yes. And we would be happy to talk with you about what might be the best birth control for your body and help you stay safe. That's a good point. Because I feel like when um, all the changes happen with Roe v. Wade and all these, you know, changes were just being thrown a lot of miscommunication and myths were being put out there of, oh, well, now you won't have access to your birth control. Oh, now you won't have access to plan B. Now you won't have access to this. And a lot of people started getting really frustrated in that. Well, what does that mean for me? Absolutely. So I think when people think of, of you know, Roe versus Wade, they think abortion, oh, I got pregnant because I had unprotected sex. Now I don't want the baby. It's more to that, right? Absolutely. So it's the miscarriages and the IVF and it's just the basic access to healthcare. So for, because New Mexico is being progressive in their approach and really looking at the healthcare, not the beliefs portion of it. And UNM is situated in New Mexico with, a robust, you know, sexual reproductive health entity for our students. What does this mean for our students? How can you as our sexual health provider, mainly, of course, you see other people, but how, how can we assist students going forward? So I think students, uh, A, is decide what your goals are, um, especially if you have a uterus or even if you don't and you're in a partnership and 
having sex. What is it that you want for you and your partner? And if you want to be parents, great, you know, we can assist you with resources, but if you don't want to be a parent, mm-hmm. you know, bedsider.org is at a UCSF, lots of awesome evidence-based information. The Planned Parenthood website has lots of great information about birth control and STIs and all kinds of stuff too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important. You just, you decide if I don't want to be pregnant, what steps can I take to not become pregnant and, mm-hmm. you know, access birth control here at Shack or another organization in town, you know, we do have others that are super, everyone's super busy with this right now. Yeah. Um, I will say that if you do have an unintended pregnancy, the wait time, even for a medical abortion, and that's where you take the pill is backed up about four to six weeks. So if you do have an unintended pregnancy, you may need to carry that pregnancy another month or so, which may turn you into a surgical need to have a surgical abortion instead of the medical abortion, which can go at, um, I think in New Mexico, it's 10 weeks. So, so that takes it to a whole new level. It does. It really does. And that's why we're heavy for our students to have to even think about. We really want to get people educated about birth control and the safety of it and, just answer any questions you have or concerns about how it interacts with your body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're here as a resource for you. Wow. Well, speaking of other resources that we have available through Shack, we do offer our Barrier Necessities program, which is our barrier methods that are available for students through 26 different locations here on campus. So you have access to uh, barrier methods, and uh, if you have any questions, or uh, if you are are just want to come talk to somebody, you can always come and visit us at Shack. Um, condoms we have are, a tremendous amount of people. Sorry, Ben. I just was going to say oh. condoms. Condoms are great, and we're super big fans of condoms. But people use condoms, and so therefore. There, you know, can be breaks and mishaps. And if that does happen and you're not on a reliable method, our pharmacy does have the emergency contraception. There are certain folks, if your weight is over 165 or you have had unprotected sex or a mishap more than three days out, you need a prescription type of emergency contraception called Ella to be more effective. But then the other piece of that, like we were kind of joking about earlier with the chlamydia, chlamydia and gonorrhea keep me employed, folks. So <laughs> it's out there. It's everywhere. Well, the CDC <laughs> has that, that uh, statistic that one out of every two students will get an STI before they graduate. Oh, absolutely. And so, you know, and, we're all here doing our part to help. <laughs> yeah. And, and if if any student uh, needs access to testing, we do have our free STI testing on Tuesdays. For the gonorrhea chlamydia, yep. For gonorrhea and chlamydia. And then um, starting next week, right, Tiff, September 7th? 7th, yeah. Uh, we'll, have, yeah we'll have uh, Truman Health on, 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 in our offices doing HIV testing. So we have a tremendous amount of resources for students, and um, we want you to know that you're supported here. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just it's really awesome to have um, the support, especially from – people like Kara that care about the students. 
Yes. And their not only physical well-being, but their mental well-being as well. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, I mean, I have, I see a lot of folks and, you know, people are sometimes a little hesitant to talk about their sexual health, but it's a part of being human. And I will also throw out there, there's probably not something that you or one of my friends hasn't done. And so (laughs) it would probably... You're not going to surprise me and there's going to be no judgment. And that's not only for me, but any of our providers, we, you know, we're all humans too. (laughs) Penises, vaginas, uteruses, clitorises, testicles. I mean, everyone has them, some form of them. Absolutely. It's part of that human body. It's like my finger, my (laughs) dildo. I'm just kidding. So one last question for you, Kara, what does bringing sexy back mean to you? Bringing sexy back means to me that have fun and be safe. Mm-hmm. Enjoy this human experience. I like that. But don't get chlamydia, gonorrhea, or pregnancy <laughs> if you don't want to. <laughs> yes, have fun, be safe, be do it in a way that uh, doesn't hinder you from achieving your goals. One last plug, syphilis. Um, oh man, we don't even, we didn't even talk about syphilis. Aye, aye, aye. So Syphilis is a, it's very cool if it's not happening to you. It's a spiroshet. So it's like this spirally kind of bacteria that gets in your bloodstream. Um, we test for it um, through a blood draw along with HIV. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll need a provider visit to have that. But here's the deal. Syphilis is a great imposter. It can come out as a weird rash. It can come out as you maybe not feeling well. Some people don't even have symptoms, but it hangs out in your nervous system and it's treatable with three shots of penicillin. But if for some reason you don't get tested and it's all demographics right now, it doesn't matter really who you're having sex with. It's out there in the population. It doesn't discriminate and it's on the rise. It is, it is, it's on the rise and it hangs out in your nervous system. And if you don't get treated, I actually work hospice. I work at Shack part-time and then I work hospice. I've actually had patients with syphilis that were never treated that are oh, wow. going to die of syphilis. Wow. So this is why routine testing is important. Absolutely. You, <laughs> you do have free gonorrhea, chlamydia testing on Tuesday, free HIV testing on Wednesday. But if at any point in time you want to get a full panel of all the STIs, you can come in with the provider and um, get that done through the lab and urine tests and all that, correct? Correct. Correct. Awesome. Any last words? Anyone? Have an awesome semester. <laughs> Bring in sexy back. <laughs> Woo, it's good to see y'all around campus. It's been lonely. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have the vibes of just students and I don't know, the newness of it all. <laughs> Anything else, Ben? You have any questions? No, I'm great. Thank you, Kara. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your service. We are so grateful to you and your experiences that have helped uh, help us shape our um you know, our, our department and, and we're really grateful to you. Well, thank you. This is the awesome health promotion (laughs) team rocking it, getting the word out for us. I think we've been the busiest fall semester ever so far because of you y'all getting the word out. So thank you. Well, hold on tight. There's a lot of students bringing sexy back. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Lobos. Again, if you need anything from Shaq, we are here. This was Kara Styles, Ben Ferguson, and Tiffany Martinez with Honesty with Shock HP. Thank you all. Have a good day.